Uh, well, I am Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios. And we're an award-winning visual marketing agency, and we help brands and businesses create content that helps them stand out on social media. And now it could be video, animation, aerial work, photography, graphics, all sorts of different types of stuff. But what happened was a three, few years ago, about three or four years ago, um, basically I was sat down and I realized that not every brand and every business was in a position to necessarily pay to have content created on a regular basis for them. I was working with some great agencies, some huge brands and creating regular content. But all these smaller businesses who I really wanted to work with, really wanted to help, couldn't necessarily afford to have content created for them all the time. So I sat down and I came up with a process, stuff I'd been talking about for a long time, and I turned it into a book and I called it How to Nine Times Your Social Media. And basically it's all about how you can take your own content and make it work harder for you for free. My favorite four-letter word. I'm a Yorkshireman. Free is definitely something I'm very, very fond of. So if you're interested in that, and I think it's like 99p, you can go and download a copy of my book in the section below. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. And today we're going to talk about something that's very, very close to my heart, which is the five Ps of going live. Because I think going live is probably one of the most powerful tools for you as a brand, as a business. The algorithms love it on every single platform, Facebook especially. If you can keep people watching for longer than 10 minutes, they're going to push your content stratospheric. Uh, YouTube the same. Instagram love it. LinkedIn loves it because it's a brand new toy to them. All these different platforms have the ability for you to go live. And if you're not using that ability, then uh, you're kind of on a hiding to nothing. Not necessarily the case, but it's how I feel um, because I think it's such a strong, powerful tool for you. So I want to talk to you about the five P's of going live because one of the things I get asked a lot by people is how do I know what I'm going to talk about? because they have no idea what they're going to talk about, which is why they don't go live, which is why they don't put any content out, and it becomes this like vicious circle. So the five Ps are this. Preparation, prevent, piss, poor performance. Because what most people are really scared of is hitting live and then looking like an absolute knobhead when they've got nothing to say. Because you see this over and over again. So many people who don't have the skill set will pick up their phone, they'll go beep, 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 live, and then they'll sit there for a bit, and then something will spring into the mind and they'll talk, and then they'll stop again, and then the camera will do all of this because they're not really in a tripod, and it, it just looks a bit pants, let's be honest, because they haven't prepared, they haven't gone in knowing what they're going to talk about. So they end up with a piss poor performance. So what I want you to do is when you're thinking about doing any video content, but especially thinking about doing live content, is think about those five Ps. Preparation prevents piss poor performance. So how can you go into your live prepared? Now, this is where How to Nine Times Your Social Media kind of comes into its own because it's one of the things I talk about, which is... The reason you would go prepared into a live is you would know what you're going to talk about. So effectively, you do what's called a marketing plan. You know what your marketing plan is. You know what you're going to talk about week on week. Then you take your marketing plan and you write blog content. Now, not everybody's a great writer, but everybody can write. So what you would do is you'd write on the subject matter. So then you're already a voice of authority. You've already got everything you want to say 
written down in a blog format. And then it's as simple as taking out those key points in a blog format and taking those and talking about them in a video context. See, it becomes a lot easier when you start to break things down a little bit. So the way you would go prepared into any live broadcast is knowing what you're going to talk about. I didn't just hit go today and then think, you know what, I'm going to talk about the five Ps. I knew I was going to talk about the five Ps. I knew I was going to talk about going live and how important it is that you get this right, that you go into a live understanding what you're going to talk about. Because otherwise, you just end up with a lot of crap on the screen. You alienate your audience because they're just like a bit, oh, well, I'm not sure. I kind of want to watch this because I support you, but this is really shit, so I'm not going to. Um, and so they kind of they, they dwindle away bit by bit rather than actually going in prepared and just hitting them hard with loads of value, loads of facts, and then getting out of there as quickly as you went in. So I want you to come out of this and think seriously about live video. Is it something you could honestly do if you went in prepared? If you went in and you knew that you're going to start off and explain who you are. Now, this is like your BNI pitch, your marketing pitch. When you go networking and you stand up in a room and then you tell everybody you do everything, <laughs> which is not what you want to do, but you tell everybody loads of stuff, loads of information, and then you realize your 60 seconds is up and that's it. You've got to stop because you've run out of time. Oh, knocking the camera there. Sorry about that. Instagram. But on a video, you've got longer to talk. You've got longer to do this because it's your content. Nobody's going to ring a bell and tell you you've got to stop. So you could do this for like 90 seconds. I'm not saying doing it for five or six minutes. You're just going to bore the crap out of people and they're going to be like, come on, get to the point. But 90 seconds isn't the end of the world. And you can tell people what it is that you do succinctly, maybe just a little bit more um, elaborated on, shall we say, than you would be able to do at a networking event. And then people can get a really good gist of who you are, what it is that you do, and why it is that you do what you do. And you do that at the start of every single live that you go into. Every single live. That's your first part of your preparation. The next part of your preparation is your story, is what you've written about in your blog. What you're going to do is with your blog, you take out bullet points, those really key points, and you stick them on a, a post-it note. And then you stick that post-it note over the screen of your phone so you don't look at yourself, because that's another no-no, but we'll come to that another time. And then you can refer back to your bullet points as you're doing your live. It's not so bad now and again, just glancing down and referring back to bullet points. And you've got your story, you've got your flow, so you know what you're going to talk about. And you already know you know what you're talking about because you've already written it. You're already a voice of authority. So you know you can do this. And then what you do is you close it out with a call to action, not a sell. More likely, got any questions? Ask away. Drop me an email. If there's any subject you'd like me to talk about, get in touch. All that kind of stuff. But not a sell. Just make sure you're leaving them with lots and lots of value to work away with. So in the case of this live, I'm going to talk about the five Ps. I'm going to talk about live video. I'm going to answer some of your questions, as I always do. And then I'm going to get the hell out without selling to you really hard. And hopefully you're going to take loads of value from this and then start thinking about what it is that you could do with live video. So think about it. Preparation prevents piss poor performance. So if you're going to do any live video about your brand, about your business, about what you do, whether you're B2C, B2B, live video, you can do it. But make sure you go in prepared, 
make sure you know what you're going to talk about because otherwise you're going to end up sitting there and going, you all right? Let's just wait for a few people to join us. And in that period of time while people are joining you, you're trying to think. It just, it just ends up being really shoddy content. Okay, uh, thank you very much for joining me today. Uh, as always, we're going to answer your questions. So um, let's have a look at what some of the bits and pieces that are coming through uh, are all about. Uh, good morning to Ed McIntyre, who's joined us on Facebook. Uh, we've got a LinkedIn user who's uh, saying he doesn't even know why people are going live without doing any prep. But people do. And I don't understand it either, but so many people do go into it. Um, Father says, I feel awkward facing a camera and speaking. There are ways around that. And I've actually got a question coming in about that as well. So we'll answer that and your question kind of point a little bit in a minute. Um, Fiona says, you know your stuff, so you're confident enough to speak about it. But the invisible ingredient is that your self-belief and confidence in your verbal communication is enough to allow you to do it. Well done. Many don't have that. Would you agree? I do, which is why I'm going to talk about something else in just a second. But I also agree it's something that can be trained, which is what you particularly know very well as well. I'm not saying everybody's going to be the next Philip Schofield of doing live video, but everybody's in a position where they have something to say and they have a voice and they are able to use it. It's just overcoming that fear factor. And that fear factor is normally that I'm going to look like a knobhead because I don't know what I'm going to talk about. And if you can go in planned and prepared, I think that makes a huge difference, which was one of the questions that came in. So uh, Sam and also Fiona just pointed out this out as well. Um, messaged me saying, how do I overcome the fear of being on camera? And I'm not a mindset coach in any way, shape, or form. I'm not a speaking coach. Um, I am very fortunate in a position that as a former radio and TV presenter, I've just got a big gob and I can do this stuff. But if you can't, there are people who can help you out there. But one of the things that I just spoke about is to try and overcome that fear by making sure you go in as planned and as prepared as you possibly can do. You're never going to remove all the fear but you can remove as much of it as you possibly can do. And for most people going into doing live content, the scary part is not knowing what they're going to talk about. The next scary part is what if nobody watches? And again, if you know what you're going to talk about, it doesn't matter if nobody's going to watch you live because again, it becomes content that you can use. It becomes content that sits on your pages that is there for people to see. And that, that's what you want. You want people to see the value you've got to give. Nobody starts doing live video and is perfect when they first do it. Trust me. Even the first one I did of this, and I've got TV and radio background history and training and stuff like that. And the first ones I did of this, I even talked about the five Ps really early on in lockdown number one. And I said, I tell you what, let me just show you this. And it was all about being prepared. And my computer wouldn't show because I hadn't tested showing other screens through the software that's going in prepared you've got to know <laughs> you've got to go prepared so we all make mistakes it's, it, mistakes are there it doesn't matter it makes you human and um, nobody cares as long as the value is there with, with what you've got to say um so yeah i mean like i say i'm not a speaking coach i'm not a mindset coach there are people like fiona uh, who can help you with that george swift who's from bigger price of he can help you with the mindset kind of thing um there's lots and lots of different people out there who can help you with this kind of stuff taking it to the next level but actually just overcoming that first barrier it is normally a fear of i just don't want to look an idiot and you won't if you're going prepared 
Okay, let's have a look at the uh, next question, uh, which kind of ties into a little bit of what uh, Father3301 is saying on Twitch, because um, he's saying he doesn't like to be seen on camera. He feels very awkward facing the camera. Um, and I had uh, a point come through on Twitter as well from Mark saying, there's no way in hell I am doing videos. <laughs> what can I do instead? Um, okay, so there are ways of doing video content which mean you're doing video content without you necessarily actually being on video. So basically the reason I say about writing a blog is because once you've got a blog, you've got this piece of content that is sat there waiting for you to use it. And then you can choose how you use it. Now I would love to see people using live video because it is such a powerful tool, but I get it. I understand that there is a chance somebody's never ever going to do live video or ever do video recorded video for that matter because they're just absolutely petrified of doing it and even with training with other people with external sources they still can't overcome that fear factor that's where different softwares like lumen5 or working with agencies like mine or other agencies out there that are close to you can actually help because what they can do is they can take that piece of content you've got and turn it into video content without you necessarily having to be on it. You don't always have to be on video content for your brand and for your business. So if you're really, really, really worried about doing stuff, but you know you've got value to give and you know video is a really powerful tool, then what I would suggest is looking at some of the tools that could potentially look at your blog in an artificially intelligent format and turn it into video content or speak to an agency who could help you turn it into video content without you necessarily being on the video. However, any good visual agency would probably try and convince you to do stuff on camera anyway, because that is what breaks down that boundary between you and the audience. You're trying to build an emotional connection and building it with an image is fine. Building it with a person that they can see that is talking to them is way more powerful, way more succinct in the way that it delivers so you'll probably find that the agency will try to do that anyway and then if really 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 can't do that then they will move on to creating artificially intelligent created content or creating content for you specifically from the blog that you've written already so hopefully that helps mark and uh, hopefully that helps a little bit farther i know you're on twitch which is a kind of a different kettle of fish um, because obviously you're playing games. Picture in picture is a really powerful thing again. Again, I would say you kind of need to think about what it is that's holding you back, stopping you from wanting to be seen on camera because if you're happy to be speaking while you're playing the games, does it really matter if they see you playing the games as well? Um, or actually, you've just come through and said you feel awkward facing the camera and speaking. Okay. That's a, that's a different kettle of fish. Um, you, it, it's kind of, I think you, that's a practice thing. If you're playing games, it's definitely a practice thing on Twitch because it's kind of, you can't really go into playing a game prepared because obviously the unexpected is going to happen. But that's what makes it entertaining. That's what makes it fun. Watch some of the people that you really enjoy watching, playing the games that you play, and see what they do. They don't know what's going to happen. And go back and watch their early early content all the stuff they're doing now where they're successful and you're watching them because you know who they are go back and watch the first stuff the stuff where they were really flaky the stuff where it wasn't quite as polished and didn't look quite as good and didn't sound just quite great 
you're not the first person to ever create content. And you won't be the last person to ever create content. And you won't be the first person to be scared of facing the camera and talking, and you won't be the last. But you can do it. It's a little bit more difficult. It's a bit difficult, a bit more different uh, when you're playing games. But, um, yeah, I, th- I think everybody's capable of doing this. I really do. I think it's something that can be trained. Like I say, not everyone's going to be uh, the next great television presenter. But I think everybody can get to a level where they can get over what they've got to say. Um, I've got a LinkedIn user asking, what's my Twitch channel? Um, I, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. I think it's stop jabbering on. Uh, let me just type it up on screen for you because it's not quite as it sounds. And let me just change this for you. Here we go. Uh, and scroll back across the bottom, save it. And there we go. That's my Twitch channel. Um, I don't play any games on there. Just stream these live but you could go on there anyway that would be great thank you very much um, and go and find that uh, if you've got any questions at all i've got one more question to go through but if you've got any questions whatever platform you're watching on at the moment stick them in the comments on the platform that you're watching and uh, i will do my best to answer them before we come to a close today let's have a quick look on instagram see if anybody's got any questions and uh, nobody's got any questions but a lot of people saying hello so hello to all of you i won't go through every name um, but thank you very much for joining me on instagram okay my last question that's come through uh, on email the other day um which is well this is absolutely prime so Jenny is asking, once I've done a live video, what should I be doing with it? What shouldn't you do with it, Jenny, is the question. Not only have you got this great piece of content that you've already done and delivered and people have got value from, you've got every single piece of information that's within that that you can break down into other content and use that social media content. Because again, social media is all about consistency. If you're not putting content out consistently, and I mean daily, I don't mean once a month, I mean daily. If you're not putting content out consistently, then you're gonna get swallowed up, cannibalized by those people who are. Because people who want what it is that you do will also be following your competitors. And if your competitors are putting content out better looking or better sounding or more consistently than you are then their content is going to get seen more often than yours is and in fact there's a very high chance that even when you put something out because you're not doing it consistently enough it won't get seen because the algorithm looks at you and goes well your last liked piece of content was a month ago now it got 10 likes and you've got 17,000 people following you it's obviously not that great a content we're not going to bother but Joe Bloggs, who's got a thousand people following him, but the same number of people liked it, but he's putting stuff out consistently. So they know the last piece of content he got 10 likes on was an hour ago. They're more likely to start pushing that content out to his audience and potentially those people who follow both of you. So you won't ever even get seen, which is why you'll maybe find that your content doesn't get seen on a regular basis. So what can you do with a live? 
everything. You can chop it into short form video content. You can chop it into short form video content with captions. You can chop it into a podcast, short form audio content. You can turn it into memes. You can post that piece of content in multiple different places. If you're like me and you're not really a big keen fan of writing, but you know you need to have blog content going out so people can read the value that you've got to give, you can actually have it transcribed using platforms like rev.com where they will take the video, transcribe it for you so that it's there word for word in what you've actually said. And then you can put that up on your website as a blog piece of content, or you can bastardize it and turn it into a proper blog piece of content with most of the work already done for you. There is so much you could do with a live video, but you've got to get to the stage where you're creating that live video in the first place. Okay, right, let's have one quick look to if there's any other questions. Nothing else has come through there. Nothing else has come through here. Let's have a look. Um, oh, here's a question from Brunson Media who's asking, how do you stream on all the platforms at the same time? Okay, so, well, obviously, I'm on Instagram right here on my phone. The software I use to go live across multiple platforms, there's a link to it in the section below, and it's called StreamYard. Um, um, there are multiple other platforms available out there. This just happens to be the one I use um, because it did exactly what I needed it to do when I first started going live. Um, and you can go live on up to seven different platforms at the same time. And that's on the premium account. I think the account below that, I think it's three or four accounts at the same time. And then on the free one, you can go on live on one free channel at a time. And it lets you do all sorts of different types of things. Uh, but if you want to go and check it out, use the link in the section below. Um, that number one is an affiliate link. So it'll help me out and also save you some money as well if you decide to sign up for it. But it's really powerful. Um, you can do all sorts of different types of things with it. Um, overlays on your screens, ticker tapes, all that kind of stuff. And you can go live on multiple platforms. Like I say, at the moment, I'm live on Twitch, Periscope, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and on Instagram. And I'm on two other groups on Facebook as well. So I'm on three places on Facebook alone. Um, and you can then also embed it into your website um, using the stream code from YouTube. There's all sorts of things you can do that's really clever with it, but it's a really cool piece of software. Um, and it's like top end prices about $50 a month, which is a bit expensive, I, I must admit, but for what it's capable of doing and the power and the, the value I've got from it over the last, I mean, how many months have we been in lockdown since March? I, I don't know what that works out at. 10 months, nine months. It's, um, it's been it's worth its weight in gold. Absolutely. So hopefully that helps you out, Brinton. Um, so yeah, it's really, really cool. StreamYard.com. Um, right, I'm going to disappear. Thank you very much for watching. If you are brand new, whatever platform you're watching on at the moment, uh, make sure that you uh, hit the subscribe button, the follow button, the notification button as well, which is available on Facebook and on YouTube. And uh, don't forget, if you've enjoyed this and you think it's been of value, how about you hit the share button as well? On Instagram, when I finish going live, it'll be on my IGTV. You can share that to your heart's desire. Or on any of these other platforms, please hit the share button, hit the like button. Make sure more people keep joining the community. We get more people joining us on these lives. More questions to be answered on a weekly basis. On Wednesday, I will be back again. I'm going to be chatting to my mate Lex, who is an absolute fountain of knowledge. And... You know what, I'm going to leave it till Wednesday for him to explain exactly what it is that he does. Um, but he's cool. He's really cool. It's very mindset-y kind of stuff. It's the, He does some really cool stuff. So definitely 
go and check him out um, beforehand, uh, Lex McKee, uh, but he will be live on Wednesday with me and we're going to be chatting through some really cool stuff. I will catch you then and we will be live smack bang on midday because I am not doing daddy daycare. But until then, thanks for watching. Uh, and please, as I always say at the moment, because times are weird, continue to stay safe. Have a good one. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.